Welcome to the Yours is the Story podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Julia. And I'm Jill. This is a storytelling podcast that entertains, encourages, and points you to Jesus. Hello, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Yours is the Story podcast. We have a visitor that I'm extra, extra excited to have today because it is my best friend, my roommate, my other half, my husband, David Ivanov. Whenever people, I try to talk about David because mostly, you know, people would know both of us as a couple, but when I talk about him at work or with other people, it's always like such a pleasure because I want to like gush about how amazing he is and um, really is. I definitely married up. I have a super godly husband uh-huh. who's <laughs> good at, honestly, I, I'm so spoiled. He's good at cooking. He's good at fitness. He's good at boundaries, which is something I'm not great at. And he's good at pushing back on things I don't like to push back on. But all that to say, I'm so spoiled. He's my better half. And I'm super excited because God has done so many amazing things in David's life. And I'm excited for other people to hear the stories too. So welcome David to the podcast. Hello. Yay, welcome. I love you too. Oh, did I even say you? That's so cute. <laughs> I love you too. You're so sweet. The story that you're telling tonight, David, I'm so excited to hear because I just know at some point you ended up in Greenville, North Carolina with Evan. Yeah. It's so funny and you stayed with him and I, but I don't know all the little back pieces that went into it. So do you want to just get right into the story? Yeah, this is funny. I mean, yeah, it's funny because you, you and Sam are woven into the story and that's, 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 that's kind of ironic. I didn't even put two and two together. I know. That's so funny. I, I thank my friend Jason for recommending that I voice record the story because he's like, just so you'll have a like something to remember. But this story has so many crazy details that if I didn't have it recorded fresh in my mind, I wouldn't believe these are true. So I'm excited to to bring them up. I'm excited. Um, so this is my Pittsburgh story. This was the beginning of COVID, like the the like where they told us things like uh don't mask up because it doesn't help. Oh, and stuff like that, where I was like, um, I don't know, doctors wear masks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyways, I won't go that way. <laughs> but um, it was like fresh. It was w- when we just shut down, like beginning of March or mid-March. And I was at the time running two businesses. This business was one of my, uh, it, was, it was a business I got involved with, with my childhood best friend. Uh, his name's Artem, and he um, got into the truck trucking industry, specifically hotshot trucks. He invited me to like, dude, you should you should join me. It's profitable, pretty passive income. And I, if you know me, I used to do all kinds of side hustles. I'm all about passive income if I can create it. You know, your husband Sam actually calls me the the hustle king, but <laughs> oh, the, yeah. side, no, the side hustle king, the side hustle king. <laughs> Long story short, I, I I buy this super sick truck. Um, this was like we just we just got married. Um, this was like a lot of our like you know savings. like savings <laughs> and uh, kind of our, our first investment. Um, September or October, we we bought the truck and bought a forty foot flatbed trailer, and I bought this sick truck that I loved. Um, it was cool. Uh, it was a black 
Ford F-350 one um, dually uh, platinum, and it was all blacked out. And Ew. the front seats had massage chairs in it, and so it was so fun to drive in. It, it was it was a nice truck. It was like all fully like geeked out. I uh, is that why it's called a hot shot truck? The good question. <laughs> a hot shot truck is a smaller. It's like it's not a semi truck. It's, okay. it's, it's like, um, like a Ford F-350 or there's Dodge version of that. There's a Chevy version of that. It's like basically like the dualies, the big heavy duty, uh, pickup trucks, um, diesel trucks that it's, they're more mobile and they can do these quicker, more custom, uh, pickups and deliveries on a flatbed. Um, oh, this whole time I thought you were driving around like a huge semi truck. <laughs> oh no, I'm not that cool. <laughs> <laughs> but the advantage of a hot shot truck is so they can get places quicker, so they don't have to stop because like semi trucks can't go as fast. And I, uh, it's still very hard. But like, like it, I remember when me and me and Jill just got it, and we were driving down to Sacramento, and we stayed. And oh yeah, we stayed in downtown Portland with some friends, and <laughs> he hit a he hit a fire hydrant. <laughs> no, that's not what I was gonna oh. say. Wait a blast! Me. Okay. I was just saying it took me like forever to park this thing. Like, had a it was a, it was a uh, what is that called a gooseneck? I think um, I don't remember the terms nowadays. But anyways, this this business for me was very hands off. Um, Artem did most of the management. My I have a driver. Um, and he, I hired him and he was like ex-military from Sacramento. Um, he was driving my truck. The trailer broke down um, in Pittsburgh. Um, the rear axle broke or something along those lines. Yeah, so the truck broke down. So he, he found a, a truck, like a truck repair shop or some kind of repair shop nearby he's he's all stressed and whatnot and he he tells me that um they're saying that it's going to take about a week to 10 days um and i wake i wake up to this all this stuff like monday morning it's just all this just gets unloaded uh but he he says it's going to take about a week so he asks me to fly him home this is during covid he wants to be home and it made sense for me because i didn't want to pay for his for his lodging for 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 like a week you know i i uh, they, he gives me the number to the repair shop i the from the first time i heard the number i memorized it because it was so significant but his the phone number of the business was 1-800-666-1114 uh, so uh if you know my wife I mean, one of the first things she, she noticed, she sees 111 everywhere. Like almost every day. Like Whoa, it's, what the it's, heck? it's one of her like signs from God that like, I'm with you, uh, you're where you're supposed to be type of thing. And she sees like, yeah. she just sees 111 everywhere and she always calls it out and it kind of annoys me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like the first, I mean, it was 666, which everybody knows that. <laughs> and then and then 111 and it was just like it just like right away it was like the the interpretation i got was like this is spiritual warfare and like the sixes versus the ones and one yeah. is like representative of god and uh whatnot um and wait, next wait, that is crazy yeah yeah <laughs> just the phone number <laughs> nothing's happening yeah. yeah that's 
that's just the phone number. And um, uh, so I'm looking at flights to fly, fly my uh, employee back home. And all the flights, this is COVID and like lots of flights shut down. And so flights were insane. They were like um, $600 and we, we didn't have a lot of resources. And um, we, I was praying. I sent it out to our, we had a, like a, a Bible study group and I sent it out and I was like, please pray, blah, blah, blah. And find somehow some crazy way a flight from a direct flight from pittsburgh to sacramento for i'm not kidding this is i just listened to the voice recording 111 dollars <laughs> so i paid 111 dollars for his flight and and then the employee asked me to pay him uh for for how much of the trip he's done already and it was I owed him around $1,025 for the work he's done so far. But then uh, he also had like a night in a hotel that I was going to reimburse him for. And it came out to $1,110. <laughs> what, what, what? <laughs> I'm and, and like, but, but, but like, because yeah. of God was just like in, in this, like those, those, like I should have been like, crazy overwhelmed and stressed out like a a new business owner just anyways not experienced i was um artem calls me and is like just impressed at like how i was handling all the stress and like all the money was going to cost me and whatnot but i just i just felt like this god confidence because of all these signs that he was like just little signs but they 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 just gave me the little uh head nod or the little uh like i'm here i'm with you like this is i'm in this this isn't you're not this isn't your own fight to fight type of thing yeah a week later i fly back the employee he goes for some reason to his hotel right away and not to check on the truck there's a three-hour difference between pittsburgh and uh seattle pacific standard time and um he goes uh, so he goes first thing in the morning the next day and it was like 4 30 a.m uh seattle time and i i'm a deep sleeper and there's no way i'm hearing a phone call unless uh, i'm sleeping poorly that night um so uh, i miss a bunch of his calls uh and he needs he needs me because i need to pay for the truck for the trailer to be released i need to pay for for the repairs Long story short, I think it was the the stress of the circumstances of COVID, of all this different things, but it was not characteristic of him, but he just 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 booked it and just flew back got himself a flight back home and and just just dumped <gasps> it was over it. He just dumped everything and just and just flew home. Um and uh so I, I, I call him a bunch. I can't get a hold of him. Um, so I just get the next flight out, uh, to, 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 to deal with this. Um, me and Jill talk, um, and yeah, I'm I'm like, this is what I have to do. I have to, I have to get the next flight out. Um, it's how did you find out that he left? Did you end up just calling the shop? I think he ended up, ended up like responding or texting, like, I, I'm gone. So I don't know. Something like oh, basically okay. that he, yeah, he knew he was gone. 
yeah, he, he, he wasn't picking up my phone or anything, but he like texted me something like good luck or something. I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I get the next flight out and, um, I get, I get the truck. I go straight to the, the shop, get the truck. Um, this is another part of the story The the, the shop was just the worst. Like, I mean, there's no wonder their number had 666 in it. It was the worst shop ever, like not customer centric by any means. Like it was impossible to get a hold of them. They were always like super like sassy and inconvenienced by like me just calling in to check in on the status of the truck. And it was just like, anyways, not a, not a five-star experience. <laughs> David said the phone number, call them and leave a bad review. <laughs> you're, you're still in business. <laughs> uh like so first thing I, I i come into their garage first thing i see literally is a swastika painted on the on the floor wait on the, <laughs> literally like i'm like dude this is just like weird um and it was just like all all, all the spiritual part of the story but um that's the first thing i see when i walk in and um, I pay them um, for the their work. The hotel that I was staying at was um, only a couple miles away. I'm driving down the street, and my my somebody pulls up to me um, on the road and tells me that my back wheels are locking up and smoking um, for my trailer. And so, uh, sure enough, once I, get, I I had to, I still drove to the hotel, but. Um, I get to the hotel and a quarter inch of the rear axle tire is gone. Like, <laughs> uh, long story short, they they installed the wrong axle size. They never tested the installation, never noticed anything odd. And so I was so frustrated. Um, it was just like, I flew out here like I, but I had to like, I, I was, I was stuck because I couldn't be too like pissed off because I was, um, they had to be the one, I, there was no one around to work on my truck and oh, it was everything like, was shut down. yeah, it, it shut down and just like my truck isn't mobile. It's like the trailer axles. So it's like, I'm stuck working with these guys. I don't have another, another option. I would love to like, like give me my money back and but i had to like try to be polite through all this but i was so pissed off and frustrated so i i dropped it off with them again went back to the hotel and they told me to be on standby because they didn't know how long it would take to get that axle uh shipped over i mean it's a big piece um and um they they thought it was gonna be like two or three days so i ended up waiting um three nights at the hotel in Pittsburgh. And it actually ended up being a really special time. It ended up being one of my most amazing times with God. Um, it was just me and God, no distractions. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I, I labeled it kind of like as a spiritual boot camp for me. It was like, no, I, I like got off social media, got off. Uh, and I just was like, I felt like it was a detox from culture from uh and just god renewing my mind i uh 
I was just trying to, I, I felt like God was really meeting me there and speaking um, just left and right. And I, I, it was just like things like God calling me to, it was like life things like God calling me to step out into my destiny to do ministry um, prophesy and be a, be a prophet of sorts. Um, it was like a red letter day for me, like inaugural day. God showed me basically what was to come and like a lot of like things that were coming in my life. Um, so it was just special times where I was just walking, going on walks and God was just constantly speaking um, in the midst of this chaos. And on these walks he was going on, like he was in Pittsburgh and this city was all shut down. So you were like going in these, like sit, like in the city and there's no one on the streets, right? No cars anywhere. It's like, I'm like, there's like a Chick-fil-A that was opened by the grace of God. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was just, it was uh, kind of creepy. That is so cool. I was right before you started saying that, I was going to ask you, what did you do for three days when the whole world was shut down? But as God always does, he got you alone with him. Yeah. Yeah. And um, they ended up telling me like, it's going to take uh, an additional like four days or something for me to, to get this axle and get it installed and whatnot. I did want to share some of the things that I felt like God was starting to show me that were really cool to me. Mm-hmm. And it was like at that time, um, this was the beginning of COVID and he, he shared this mess that I was, uh, I came across it super randomly. It wasn't like I was trying to look for this passage or anything like that. It was just where I was in the Bible and it was second Chronicles. And it was like the COVID message ended up being like the COVID message. But at this time, nobody was, nobody's i've never heard it anywhere but it was um if my people who are are called by my name humble themselves and pray seek my face and turn from their evil ways then um essentially i'll heal the land um and it was like such a fitting word for for that time uh and so fitting that like and, and and god's just started confirming to me like I, he, I mean, he was he was inviting me to 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 basically speak his word and be a messenger for him because um, he, he, I remember scriptures that he was giving me like like speak my word, don't hold back, don't edit my words in any way, um, like basically be a pure messenger of the gospel and speak what I am saying for you to speak. Don't add or subtract from it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, so where, where that comes into play is that he gives me the scripture and we come from a, an amazing church and amazing history, but it, it was very, um, focused. I mean, the, the, the bend was grace, gr- like grace message. And, um, so this isn't like a scripture you really share, like it, this, it's more like, we, we encourage people and we inspire people. We don't, we don't correct people per se. Um, so for me, it was in the beginning of my journey, it was a, it was a, a challenge to be like, Hey God, um, I feel like you want me to share this, but I don't feel like I, I'm afraid of what people will think, what people will say. 
it just seems very, I don't know, Old Testament, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah. like, like, like the weird prophets, you know? Um, yeah, not what you're used to. Yeah. And so I ended up just logging in. I felt like God was leading me to post it on my Instagram uh, story or something. And so I logged in, posted it out of obedience. Not, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't pumped about it at all. But um, what ended up happening was like in the coming weeks, like God just affirmed and confirmed over and over to me that like I was hearing him rightly, like that that's what he was saying. Like there was all kinds of pastors that I respected were sharing this scripture, um, Louis Giglio. There was tons of pastors, but the, and there's like Christine Kane and Christine Kane literally started a whole movement, I think, with some other pastors that was called like this scripture. It was like Second Chronicles something. And it was like for the time. Uh, it was just it was just crazy that oh. God was like, hey, like you're hearing me and you you need to be fearless and courageous and fear me more than fear than being fearful of men. Um you need to say what I want you to say, regardless of what it looks like or if it's popular or if it's cool. Um, and it, yeah, it, it was just a strong confirmation for me. Back to the story, me and Jill decided that I should fly back home and cause who knows how long it's going to take. Uh, Jill had some serious uh, complications with um, around her period. Uh, she would have these, um, if you know Jill, she's like, like a, a sunburst, you know, like she's just like a, a, a pocket full of joy. Like, yeah, uh, a poly pocket. <laughs> the Pollyanna. <most> <laughs> um, and we believe it was connected to her wisdom teeth or something. But all of a sudden around her period, she was having these very severe, um, like depression um, episodes. Um like very bad. And, um, I was, I came home and, uh, we're watching something on the couch and it was actually like a sermon that Joel was like, you should check this out. And it was, uh, T Jake's, uh, interview. And it was like speaking to me and it was just like blowing my mind. And she was just, I'm just noticing that she's like really annoyed and frustrated. And it was just like totally a different, like, vibe and she she walks out and like goes into our bathroom and I just notice that something's off or something's weird which is not my strength <laughs> but <laughs> I, I'm just like something's off and so I come into the ba- I follow her to the bathroom a few minutes I think shortly after and she's like in the bathroom like weeping like um, just broken down and I'm just like what's going on we've this was new to us but it's happened a few times now at that point I believe so I was like at first wrapping my head around it but then starting and I'm coming from like like a like a Moses like mountain high like like a spiritual high yeah yeah with God and like spiritual boot camp and um like I'm just so full of like faith and I don't know but I have this thought that this feels like spiritual, like, like, like demonic. And yeah, it, it's, 
it's weird because you know like that's it's it was really gutsy to 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 be like hey i like i'm gonna cast this demon out <laughs> like yeah. from your wife that you're gonna have to live the rest of your life with yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if you if you're wrong you're that's a hard recovery you know yeah so, so but i i just she, she, wait so she she's in the bathroom and she's like get away from me and she like <laughs> runs into our bedroom and i like follow her into the bedroom and i just feel this like god confidence and this courage and faith like this authority come over me and i walk in and i just like i kind of like i mean i, I like grab a hold of her and i'm like i start speaking to like the devil or the demons and being like in the name of Jesus like all the things and as i'm speaking like like 10 20 seconds in she just all of a sudden becomes quiet and like peaceful like all of a sudden i can feel her body just loosen up and like release and she it was just like we still don't know i mean it's just a god thing i don't know what takes how to explain it or what yeah. to say about it Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is your story, so I don't know. But I think what was crazy about that too is um like this was something that I'd been dealing with for a while like the medical stuff. And I can talk about that in another episode, but um cuz there's another cool God story in that. But David like happened to, because this truck was taking so long, he happened to fly back to Seattle just for those few days. Um and so it was I mean, I'm saying it just happened so, but it's totally God that I think you were Well, we'll get to that part of the story next, but he literally was in Seattle I think for like 24 hours and it was those 24 hours when this happened. So it was just kind of cool that like yeah, that like God's timing was perfect even then that. And so like again, I don't know exactly what happened that night, oh. but like but the fact that David was like full of faith had like been brought away and like had this moment with God to to meet me and then pray for me in that moment that I really needed it. Yeah. Um, You guys, this is crazy. I can't believe I'm just now hearing this. Story. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, is, is I don't know a, how we feel about the, the, the half, half of the podcast person having a demon getting a cast out by her husband. We don't keep this in. I don't know. This is it, so it good. I need to like go run and get my popcorn. <laughs> I don't think it was like necessarily that she was like possessed, but she was being influenced or whatever. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know how. Like, I don't have enough theology on that whole world Same. but um but that's what my my just my thought on it is this story is wild in all the little details about how god showed up for us and showed us that he was with david and with me in this season of chaos <laughs> and so uh that all that to say it's a really long story so we made it a part two episode so if you want to hear the rest of the story about how david came from pittsburgh and made his way back home and the god moments and crazy challenges he ran into on the way i mean there's so many of them it's really wild listen to next week's episode called keep on trucking part two with david Ivanov. hope you enjoy thanks for listening to the yours is the story podcast we really want to hear stories from you You can email us at yoursthestory at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram. We'll see you next time.